Pesachim, Perik Yud, Mishnah Zion, 10.7. We now go on to the third of the fourth stages of the Seder, where it says, Mazgulo Koshlishi. We now prepare the third of the four cups of wine, and that will be the cup over which one does Birchat Mazon. As it says, Mevarach al Mazono, he makes, he does the benching. Now, there is a Machlokas Tanaim if one needs to have a cup of wine with him over which he recites the benching. And while that's a machlokus, and indeed the custom is certainly not to do it when one benches by himself, maybe when there's three, or certainly there are ten, there are customs, yes, two, yes, have the cup of wine. But at all events, everyone agrees that in this context, he should have a cup of wine because Chazal were the four cups of wine to parallel the four expressions of redemption, Arbel and it's proper that we do a mitzvah over each of the four stages with the four cups, and now we're up to the stage of benching, and that's a great time to introduce and do our third cup of wine, over the mitzvah deraisa of Birkat Mazon. So that's what happens. Then the Mishnah says, Revi'i, one prepares his fourth cup of wine, V'gomer love Esahalel. With that fourth cup, he will complete the recitation of Halel. You recall that we talked about reciting the beginning of Halel back with that second cup immediately prior to the eating of the matzah. If you say one or two of the six prakma of the hillim, Beishamah said just the first, Kuf Yud Gimel. Beishamah said Kuf Yud Gimel and Kuf Yud Dalit, and that's Allah like Beishel, of course. But now we have four more prakma to go, so we're going to recite those as well. Then the Mishnah says, oh, sorry, and then the truth is, the Gemara says that it is an additional hal to say, which is referred to as the Halil Hagadol, the Great Halil. That's a reference to Tehillim Kuf Lamad Vav, 136, the chapter of Tehillim that has the refrain Kilolam Chasto Hashem's um, kindness is eternal and it says it 26 times referring to all the different things that one should be Hashem Kitov, one should um, praise and recognize the greatness of Hashem and what he does for us. It's referred to as Halal HaGadol the Great Halal because it focuses on Hashem's, amongst other things Hashem's involvement from up high on ensuring that every little creature down here in Olamasi and the world um, is gets the food it needs to survive, so that's a great halal hagadol, and that we recite that the right we recite also. Then, v'omer um, alav birkat hashir. The Mishnah says that after that one recites birkat hashir, which means the blessing of the song. Now, what that is referring to, that ambiguous term, is a machlokas amurayim, according to. Rav Yehuda, it's referring to the bracha that one says at the end of reciting hal in general, meaning on, say, Rosh Chodesh, you say hal at the end, you say that bracha that goes, Yalucha, Hashem Elokeinu, Kol Ma'asecha, and it ends, Baruch Hashem, Melech, Muhula, Batish Bachos. So that's what you're going to say. That's the, that's the Birkat Hashir, the blessing on the singing, and it's referring to the blessing one says after singing the halal. That's Rav Yehuda. Rabbi Yochanan says it's actually a reference. First one says, Nishmas Kolchai, the usual that he says on Shabbos and Yom Tov, etc. And after Nishmas, then he says the Yishtabach, the Yishtabach that we have at the end of our Pesukit Zimra. And that's the reference of Birchas Hashir, the blessing one says on the song, meaning the song is a Pesukit Zimra we say every day. At the end of that, we have a blessing on it, Yishtabach. The Bartonura says that we have two shitas, but we kind of go like both of them. It's a little strange to say like we go like both of them for talking about machlokas um, in saying brachos, because one would be strict, um, probably to do neither as a suffolk, perhaps, but certainly not both. The halacha is like the Rishonim who say that 
we understand that Rabbi Yochan was coming to add to Rav Yehuda, meaning he says Rav Yehuda is right that we do so the bracha that we recite at the end of saying Hal in general, but we also add Nishmas and Yishtabach, and um, and the halacha is going to follow that, meaning that we're going to say all of the above. We'll arrange it, however, that there'll just be one actual bracha at the end, not two brachas. We don't have two brachas. Um, and therefore, the sort of the, the order, there, there's actually a different hagam, but the basic order will be, first you'll say those remaining four prakam of telem, of hal, the usual halal. Then you'll say the kilom chasto, the 26, that, you know, kuflam vav, followed by nishmas, then yishtabach, and then um, you'll say yahalucha, the, the bracha at the end, until melech mulavatish bachos. And, okay, there, that's one minhag anyways. Okay. Great. Um, now, the Mishra goes on to a new point, which is between these cups, meaning between the first set of two we discussed in the previous Mishnayas and the second set of two that we have in our Mishnah. In other words, between cup two and cup three, which means during the course of your Suda. If a person wants to drink extra wine, he may. In other words, the concern here is um, that potentially one might get drunk, that's the primary concern the Gemara speaks about. And the answer is, well, during the course of a Suda, while he's eating his food, then that will the food will sort of come to minimize the effects of the alcohol and he won't be too drunk to finish his Pesach later. Um, there are two other reasons given um, why we might be concerned. And that is, well, let me hold that thought. Now, that's true by between the second and third. However, Bain Shlishi Revi'i says the mission, between the third and fourth cup of wine, Lo Yishteh. One may not drink. Now, why would that be? Either because we're concerned he's going to get drunk and won't come to finish his Pesach later. That's a primary shot. But there's other shot in as well, including that he's, he appears as if he's adding cups. Chazal arranged four cups of wine. And if one would add a fifth cup of wine, that would be no good. Like, looks as if he's doing Baltosef and so on. So therefore, no adding cups of wine, lest he look like he's doing the wrong thing. And the third shot that's brought down is that so that the taste of the matzah should linger in his mouth while he's reciting that halil. So if you drink some after the third cup of benching, you drink some more wine, whatever it is, so then that would take away the taste of the matzah, which would be less than desirable, and therefore we want you not to drink anything. Now, of course, there would be different, um, depending on which sheet you have, there's enough communities. In other words, if you think the issue is just a matter of Adding, looking like you're adding extra cups, so then the problem would be cup of wine per se, but to drink beer, I should say beer is not good on Pesach, but to drink whatever else, some other intoxicating beverage other than wine, um, would be okay. If you're concerned about getting drunk and not finishing the Seder, then it would be wine and any other alcoholic beverage. If you're concerned about the taste of the matzah, it would be every drink altogether. Lahalacha, um, one is not to drink any alcoholic beverage after he benches, um, the Mishbura also adds that anything that's considered Kham Medina, um, like a significant drink for the locale you're in, the kind of things that you could um, say Havdalan, for example, if you don't have um, wine. So those things one shouldn't drink also, less looks like he's adding. But things like water, the Mishbura comes out, yes, you could drink. If you're thirsty, you could drink water. I'm assuming water wouldn't take away the taste anyways of the matzah. That's the halacha.